Welcome to the Pastors Podcast. This is Pastor Scott, and with me today are Pastors Reggie, Ara, and Jose. Hello. Hi. Hi. Nailed it. <laughs> you did. That was it. Uh, we are continuing a theme from last week's podcast in just reflecting on the last 10 years as we talked about on Sunday. We are celebrating the 10-year anniversary of the creation of Cornerstone, at least Cornerstone as we currently know it. Right? We don't want to downplay the fact that we are sitting in essentially right a, a building with 100 years of history. That's right. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, brothers and sisters in Christ who even a part of that community dating back to 1901 and obviously back before that and before that, and before, but, um, in its, in its current iteration. And I think actually in probably in its current iteration for us, um, Cornerstone was the product of emerge 10 years ago. Um, when Re- Reggie and Jose, you were, you were both here, mm-hmm. right? Yes. we were. Not, not, not pastors at the time, but nope. you guys were nope. both here and Ara, you were not. <laughs> not. <laughs> you, you were in you were Iran at that time, right? Uh, ten years ago, two thousand ten. Two thousand eleven. I was in one year anniversary. Oh, in so you were in the U.S. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And before and you'd come fr- directly from Turkey. Uh, point, no, yeah? uh, Austria, Vienna. We were in Vienna for a few months, and then uh, we came. December 2009, 7 December 2009. Okay, okay. okay. That's right. So Turkey almost, was when yeah. you were younger. Yeah. That's right. Passing. So, uh, and where, where did you, when you first came to the States, where did you? Los Angeles. Landed in Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Ter Angeles, actually. <laughs> as, they, as it is called. That's great. And I'm Armenian, so I arrive in Glendale. <laughs> you are a walking cliche. <laughs> and, I said, and I said, where is white people? I want to see blonde. And all these Armenians. <laughs> I've heard stories. I've, heard, I've been watching your television shows. Yes. <laughs> and it looks a little different here. <laughs> it's like that For image sure. of Aura coming off the plane. All right, where are the white people at? <laughs> like, it's just, that's, just, that's funny to me. <laughs> well, so I wanted to take this opportunity to just reflect together a little bit on what the Lord's done over the last 10 years, right? Mm-hmm. How he's worked in our um, in our <laughs> lives. I mean, when uh, maybe we'll start with either either of you, Reggie or Jose, you guys were a part of the church at that time. Um, when you think back over the last 10 years, what what are the some of the pieces, um, you could talk church-wide or even just personally, that, that, that stand out to you? Well, it's very interesting. Uh, 10 years ago. Man, I cannot believe that. Yeah. It's time, <laughs> right? time flies. Right? I, uh, uh, we're getting old, man. Yep. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I remember... I, I mean, just, just a, by way of memory, starting the conversation, I remember we started having gatherings together, you know, uh, between uh, Wesley Baptist Church and, mm-hmm. and uh, Shoreline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And I remember meeting over there uh, at the mission's house, and there mm-hmm. was a picnic. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't even sure who the pastors were, you know, and, mm-hmm. and because, you know, all white people look the same. That's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's not true. But, uh, yeah. So, well, the thing is, is that we, we, we also, the, the entire church was, to be fair, the entire church was like within five years of each other age wise at that point. Oh, so, wow. yeah. so it wasn't like, it wasn't super distinguishable. Yeah. 
And there was we were in the in the backyard and, and we're having a picnic. And I remember, you know, uh, that there was not that many food left over. And then there was, a, I got some. And then this last guy came in and and he didn't have food. And then I offered him some of my chicken. And then I realized it was Brian. <laughs> and, and then I learned that Brian usually eats last. That was the first indication of, well, I like this guy. <laughs> so that was my first. Uh, Contact with one of you, with one of the pastors. Brian always eats last. Scott always eats first. That's right. Because you're you're making sure the food is kosher it, for that, Brian. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, at that point, were you were you in seminary yet? No, I was not in seminary. You weren't even in I was yet. not in seminary. I was teaching the college and careers group uh, okay. as when the merger starts. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, I was just practicing architecture, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. doing my own thing, and yeah, yeah. and teaching uh, mm-hmm. college and careers group. That, that was the extent of my involvement with the church. <laughs> man, man, you look, look back ten years. You're like, mm-hmm. At that point, you, you had no idea <laughs> what was that. I, I, I had no idea. Yeah. I, I and only, you had been at the church for a while, right? Because you oh, got I've here, been in the church. You got here in the nineteen ninety one. Oh, ninety one. Okay. Well, wow. I visited in eighty six. Okay. Oh, okay. 86, 87, something like that. 87. I don't remember if we told this uh, yeah. story yet, but <laughs> I don't yeah. know we may have. Yeah. So you visited. I visited. And you didn't stay. I didn't stay. And uh, <laughs> a, a friend of mine invited me. I don't uh, know if you want me yeah, to yeah. elaborate. No, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Actually, we, yeah. we, we go. But so, so you, uh, 91, and you'd been in the church for a long time. What, when we look back at the last 10 years, what was it that led you to say, okay, yeah, I have this architecture practice and I should go to seminary. Well, that's a good question. I I thought, you know, I, I'm doing architecture and teaching the college and careers group. And, and then it, it was, it, something happened. My father, my father, my brother, my older brother, who's a pastor, he came from Guatemala and he told me, do you know that you have a call in your life? And I said to him, yeah, yeah, I know. And I, and I knew, I knew since I was 17 that God had called me to be a pastor, but I, I wanted to mm. do my own thing. Really? I wanted to be an mm. architect. Mm. <laughs> and he told me, well, if you don't answer the call, you are never going to be truly happy. And that stayed in my mind. Hmm. And I stayed in my mind. And that was about this, uh, just after the marriage uh-huh. that happened. And then, then, you know, God, I have to come clean with you. Do, do you. do you want me? Are you calling me? Mm-hmm. Right? And, 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 and I pray and... And, and yeah, it was very obvious. I, I knew. Mm. And I have told mm. Becky, even before we got married, I said, you know what? I just want you to know that <laughs> I might, might call me to the ministry so you know that you might be marrying mm. a potential pastor, right? Mm-hmm. So anyways, after that, I, I asked Becky and Becky told me, yeah, yeah, I, I know. So, so you need to <laughs> I, know. <laughs> she said, I know. Yeah. I, so, I saw it before you did. Yeah, no, exactly. It's, uh, it's like now you, for sure. now you have to go to seminary. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, that's so you, cool. And I also, I, I love the, the fact that like, I know we've been doing uh, pastor uh, testimonies and, and we'll get to Jose's and I'm sure that'll, that'll be part of it. But just yeah. the idea of like you doing architecture first, being both you plugging your ears, not listening to the call and be mm-hmm. like, no, but I want to be an architect. And uh, so you're doing that, mm-hmm. but also being a blessing. Because you know how much of a blessing it's been to have an architect <laughs> around yeah. Hello Sanctuary uh, <laughs> renovations, Hello, like all, the, like all of this stuff to be like, oh, <laughs> here's Jose to be able to completely, I mean, the the outdoor sanctuary, all that stuff, yeah. like to see how God used that first to help 
the church. Like mm. it's just is super cool. Yeah. Hey, you know, and it, it makes me think of the. I think sometimes there's this assumption, right, that okay, so the pastors are leading the church, so that means they dream up what it should look like. Right. Or what new <laughs> programs we should have or how yeah. it should go. And then I guess we all just kind of follow the pastor, which I just, I think is, is this backwards view of leadership, hmm. um, even headship. I, I think it's actually applied to families too. This mm-hmm. is a whole nother, but like our job all along is simply to both follow Christ step-by-step step and point others to Christ step-by-step. Step. And I mean, it, I've talked about before, I think we talked about last week, like the, the merge wasn't like that wasn't a part of <laughs> my ten year plan, you know. It's like came out of nowhere, and the Lord, and even when it did, I, it didn't sound like a good idea. Like the the Lord was like obviously building something that was so much greater and bigger than yeah. than, than I could imagine. Yeah. And in the same way, you know, it, I think there's this like strate- proud strategic version of the story where people are like, oh, okay, so you merged, and then you decided that you needed a Spanish ministry, and so somebody asked Jose to go to seminary. No, like the, <laughs> the Lord was doing, the Lord yeah. was building something. He was, he had planted the seeds in your heart. He was using your brother to affirm your wife, to affirm things that even mm-hmm. th- those of us around you, even your own pastors didn't like, d- didn't like hadn't fully seen or didn't understand what the Lord was doing yet. Mm-hmm. And just step by step, like I, like, I can't imagine our church, not the way it is structured now. Mm-hmm. But what's fascinating is 10 years ago, I mean, I don't think any of us saw or imagined what the Lord had ahead, um, which is part of what's so exciting, both looking back and <laughs> exciting and comforting <laughs> looking mm-hmm. forward. It, right? it, this is what the Lord and does. Something else that, that God did is that after I graduated from seminary, I got invited uh, to uh, to go to to how do you call that uh, when you try to be a pastor candidate candidate thank you oh, yeah. to candidate for for another it, it was, oh, okay. a, candidate is a pastoral word for Term, yeah. for like interview yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> so i was candidating and, and and in my mind because you know there, there's uh, three pastors there, there's jim there is four pastors you know yeah. th- there's no way i'm going to be a pastor here so they've already I, got I, plenty exactly yeah. so i never it, it never done on me that I was going to be a pastor here. Mm-hmm. I, I, my mind, I, I didn't have that category. Yeah, yeah. So I started doing what was normal. And then later, you know, things started developing differently. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, and, and just and each a step of the way, right? I yeah. think, I think all of us, I mean, I remember even, I remember making that step and us deciding together, mm-hmm. but like taking that step, it, it was like, I, I, I don't know if we have room for another pastor, Yeah, but even right in a lot of different ways, but including budgetarily, like yeah. we didn't yeah. know like if we could do this, well, yeah. let's just take a step at yeah. a time and see what the Lord's doing. Mm-hmm. And he just, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, made a, uh, yeah. I, I think I was more surprised than you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I feel like that was the whole, the whole process just felt like that. Just mm. felt like step by step rather right. than a more, uh, deliberate like purposeful years thought out kind of planned for it was just like perfect execution of a 10 year plan or yeah yeah yeah. it was just like it wasn't that at all like everything about like though even the fact that our church i can't remember if if jim mentioned this last time but like just the way that our church was structured and we had to like redo our constitution Mm -hmm. uh and that was a whole big thing um that was involved to get that changed uh, dissolving boards and moving to an elder run models, so, like just all the different yeah. like parts of that, um, let alone the merge itself. And just, the, I remember the whole step of the way, cause we got here, 
um, around 2007, 2008-ish, something like that. Okay. Did, um, was that when you moved to LA? Uh, we moved to LA in 2005. Okay. So okay. we had, we church shopped for like a good almost two years, um, mm-hmm. bounced around like over a dozen different churches. If you're doing um, that right now, you're in good company. <laughs> yes. Reggie yeah, Nicole. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah. And then you end up here. Find your, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we found the right As church. long as you end up here, right? It's <laughs> okay. God intended for you to, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, so, so we, you know, shot for a while and then finally, you know, found our way here. And for a few years, it was um, like, we loved this church. The teaching was great. You know, we, we, very much felt felt home here, but then those years. So from by the time we got here around 2007 to 2010 or so, there was a lot of change, a lot of upheaval that was going on at First Baptist. Um, Jerry Wilkie, who was the pastor here at the time when we got when we arrived, he eventually retired, um, and then like Jim stepped in as sort of the interim senior pastor. Kinda, we also had somebody come in uh, as like a to preach on Sundays, yep. sort of ad hoc each week. Yep. Shout out R.W. Mackey. R.W. Mackey. Mackey. Yeah. Yeah. W. Mackey. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was great. Yeah, um, we, we didn't have a pastor, right? Yeah, for a while. Yeah, for a while. Yeah. We just didn't have a pastor. And we're just yep. figuring out, like, what are we doing? And just, you know, uh, it was just a very somewhat somewhat chaotic time. I mean, not crazy. It was it was okay, but it was definitely difficult. Yeah. And then sort of in the face of that to all of a sudden just hear about, oh, here's this church shoreline. And, oh, let's talk. And, whatever. and Nicole and I actually went to Shoreline. Um, and that's when we first met people because we would t- attended a service there since we knew that this, this was sort of in the works. And it was like, I wish I could remember who we saw there at the time. It was funny to think now that that was 10 years ago. <laughs> um, and just even, I feel like just children alone. <laughs> like, so <laughs> right? just, you know what I mean? It's just, just like, oh, <laughs> like at the time, well, at the time of the yeah, time of the merge, we had one kid and she was a baby, basically. Adina was one mm-hmm. or so. Yeah. Uh, one or two and it's just like to now see <laughs> there are people who not only didn't have kids they weren't even married uh yep. like uh, like just all sorts of just life how much life grows and changes and and, and uh evolves um is just awesome to see so like getting to meet the few guys that we met and seeing how because it was a step-by-step process feeling god in each step mm-hmm even as each step was met with somewhat res- resistance from some mm-hmm. people who were anxious about, you know, the change of the constitution mm-hmm. or the, or just the merge itself or whatever. And some people left, mm-hmm. some people were upset, some people stayed, some people left. like it was all sorts of whatever, but it really felt just like, well, at the end of the day, is God in this? Mm. Okay. Then yeah. let, that, that's, that's sort of where Nicole and I were, were at. Yep. Cause it's just like, that's what we're going to do. This seems very much God led. Let's keep walking down that path and see what happens. And boy, look what happened. Mm. It's amazing. Yeah. And then Ara, what what year was it that you that we met? Do you uh, remember? You don't remember. Oh, we've had these conversations <laughs> before. I think 2005. Uh, 2015, sorry. Yeah, I was like 2005. No, 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 don't tell that story. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Iran 2005. <laughs> I know. Don't tell it. No. Uh, <laughs> so was I. Yeah. 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 Uh, two, okay, so 2015, right? So I, gosh, so yeah, it was only a few Three years, years later yeah. that, um, that we got connected and I mean, and at, at that point, I mean, you've been a part of numerous churches here, here in the States, visited numerous churches, obviously 
back in Iran and in the in Different between and in Turkey and in between like what what is it that's stood out to you about I don't know just the um the, the story of our church family over the last I guess six years since yeah you uh, so you know the story like um when I arrive in Glendale so after one week I started a church called Armenian Fellowship Church of Burbank mm-hmm. and um so I start preaching gospel to Armenians as Iranian Armenian born in Iran, and the majority of population was Armenian. And one day I was preaching uh, because usually I I serve uh, among Iranian churches in Turkey, England, and different countries and inside of Iran. But I end up in this city that majority of Armenian lives. And one day I was preaching and I I look at my preaching sermons, I, I, it was Farsi. Uh, writing was Farsi, and then in main time I was, uh, I was translating to Armenian, preaching to Armenian, and I said, wait a minute, like why I'm preaching uh, Armenian when I'm writing in Farsi? So hmm. then I start, I start like praying and seeing how God is, uh, want me to do, and I start um, walking around Westwood area and praying for uh, almost few years and seeing how God and I, I knew as a church planter like I need um, I need people to come alongside of me I can't do it alone I did uh, different churches alone and I got exhausted and gave up so and I said Lord bring some people bring people and usually in my experience based on my experience on ministry usually the language group uh, language uh, churches even in in the U.S., it's like kind of extra ministry under the ministry of English speakers. Mm-hmm. Like we have, for example, we have Spanish, we have like uh, like Pakistani or Arabic. So there are extra ministry, small portion of ministry is not significant part of what we are. So usually, I got avoided or. I felt as a as a as an outsider usually in the church and mm. ministry, uh, and then is less less important than other ministry, less important than other uh, even ministers or pastors. So I got that uh, defending uh, as you know for for a while we go through uh, lots of conversation based on my experience and. Was we, it- I, I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but it, it, it sticks out to me. I guess I do mean to interrupt you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that, that time sticks out to me because I think similarly to how each part of the way, right? Whether it was, you know, any of us not being able to imagine what the Lord had in store and following him step of the way. Even when we started talking, you know, even as you had a Bible study here and you were meeting here and we, our relationship was growing, you still couldn't see it. No. Like you're, you're like, no, this doesn't work well. I've, I've seen it. <laughs> I, I don't want to be your, you know, token Iranian. I don't want to be this little ministry that makes you feel good, but that like, you know, doesn't actually get any priority. And, and, and there, there was, there was a relationship that, yeah. that I grew, and I think we both discovered that the Lord had something in store that w- was greater even than either of us. Yeah, at I, the time. Even, even like Scott, I've, I, I've been in different stages uh, front of hundreds and thousands of people. For example, they brought us there as a as a as a pastor or church planted that reaching Muslim, which is uh, kind of priority or very 
attractive for for Christians and churches and ministries. And then uh, I've been in that stage as people start clapping, thousands of people like pass a pick me up and okay, come here, we pay for your hotel or flight. And then I I went stage and talk about how God is doing among Muslim people. And then they start clapping and that's it. And I said, well, wait a minute. Okay. They don't call me. <laughs> they don't talk to me. Only just I'm there just to be a face of God is doing amazing things. But in the meantime, there's no relationship, hmm. no communicate, uh, communication, no uh, like a church that I'm seeing in the Bible. So that all these things... I got very bitter inside and mm. it was it was like process of healing for me mm-hmm. in Cornerstone because uh it was it was many many years and uh when I started as you know we started with even the name was Grace Iranian Church yeah. so and then after a while like the first thing that I did I talked to Pastor Jose I said <laughs> how this uh how this Guys is treating you. <laughs> Are they for real? Are they the real thing? Uh, so Pastor Jose really like that's a relationship because already was there. And, and what you're saying, like step by step. So mm-hmm. if there is no Pastor Jose, how can I know it? Like, how do you know you guys? And I talked to him, I got a little bit relaxed, but then because of this bitterness and, uh, you know, I need some healing inside of me. And then I talk and wait and see how God is doing. And in the meantime, God, like I see people uh, from Iranian church, how you guys uh, uh, treat them. And I said, oh, wait a minute. There is like different people here, different. And always, this is my testimony from Cornerstone. I said one of the, like, maybe some people is hearing this is like second church, third church. But I love the church in whole, but... Cornerstone was very, very different, very different. Based on my 20 years uh, church ministry in different countries, like I really believe that God wants to do amazing things through Cornerstone. Uh, and and after like two years, uh, like wrestling and talking or testing or whatever you want to say, it's just not my decision. It's just God. Like if it was my decision, it's just not. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's just like God, uh, like naturally, and it's just biblically, uh, and based on what is truth and in 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 His words, just connect us to each other. When like I was I was uh, seeing downstairs, my wife is waiting downstairs. So with the kids, I saw my wife is talking to Dustin and his family. It's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I saw, uh, like, Majid was uh, uh, helping Brian for the Brian, kids, yeah. sleep, sleeping the kids in the Iranian hand. He, he <laughs> so he's a safe. He, he was holding his uh, sleeping baby. And, and she, yeah, she, she comes over and, like, like basically pulls the baby out of Brian Brian Tillard's hands. Yeah. Like she's like, no, 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 no. I've got this. She's <laughs> like, yeah. a little like toe-headed, you yeah, know, maybe she's awesome. like, and, you know. Just, yeah, and, and I feel cool. this is not extra ministry for Cornerstone. Mm. No. This is, uh, this is, we are in one. And, and for me, being from senior pastor to be uh, like uh, in a group of pastors, which is so different for me uh, and, I learned a lot, and uh, um, so I said, "This is the best best place I can be." And mm. and 
trust me that's after 20 years of serving uh this is my first time that i'm full-time always our work struggle you know uh, serve hard mm. and and i said this is the time after 20 years always i said lord if i want to be full-time in ministry please take me somewhere that i can stay and and help and church plans and teach and it just took me 20 years to be here mm-hmm. and this is like a really for me maybe 20 years is too much but it's just step by step step mm-hmm. by step and mm-hmm. and god work on my character work on my experience ministry teaching and all these things that uh in last five years of your working like um peacefully <laughs> and healthfully like yeah. Usually, anytime that I work with the group of pastors, usually after one year, there is something you have to fight each other. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, let's, I mean, let's not, let's not paint too picture of it. We do argue at times. Yes. <laughs> Scott. <laughs> Especially with Pastor Matt. <laughs> Kleinness, Pastor Matt. But it is cool to see like the step-by-step nature of things and to see how God orchestrates these between... And even in the evolution, specifically with like the um, Spanish language and, and Farsi language parts of our church, like at first it was Nueva Vida, mm-hmm. and at first it was Grace Iranian, and and they, I feel like even us, even we learned, I think, as a church, to move them from like a ministry and like a viable good ministry to like they are part of us. Not in word or, or, yeah, or whatever, yeah. just something to say, but like, no, they really are. Like, so we changed, so now it's <clears> names. <throat> so it's like, it's Cornerstone Espanol now and Cornerstone Farsi. Like it's one church, even small things like the fact that on the campus, wherever it's written, like sanctuary, a community building, it's all three languages. Yeah. It's English, Spanish, and Farsi because, and I don't know for those who may or may not know that those languages are three of the most spoken languages in Los Angeles, which is yeah, and particularly like, in West LA. And especially yeah. in West LA. So and it's, it's and just... we had those even before Ara came, right? We, we did, actually. Yeah. 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 Was... Did we put the Farsi yeah. up before? Yeah, yes. we did. Yeah. Get out of here. We, so, yeah. so this, and this, oh, was, this was probably like eight years ago, we had done like a survey of the neighborhood and recognized that the three most populous languages other than English, and be, because this is a very multilingual city Community, generally sure. and area in particular, right. but the three most were Spanish, Mandarin and Farsi. Yep. And so wow. we uh, put the, so, so the, we tran- had them translated and put them uh, up at that point. Um, I think it was Abe Serrano's idea, actually. Uh, yeah, it was, it was, it, Abe's, it was, was yeah. Abe's. It was. Scott, yep. Scott and always. It was, and it was, anyways, sorry, go ahead. Uh, sorry. <laughs> always, like, I struggle with the banner uh, in the churches that I, they host us as a ministry. <laughs> like, can you put no... Your, your language group is uh, smaller, you know, you have to put a little bit or, you know, only on Sunday. But when I arrived here and I saw all, all these Farsi words and I said, already they put banner for us. <laughs> we, don't need to, we don't need to argue with uh, how big there. or small should be where we should put already all over the church. So, mm-hmm. uh, and, and again, awesome. that's, that's just, that's just it's the, and it's the Lord. It mm-hmm. is. And like, there's yeah. so many yeah. ways yeah. that you could tell this story in a way that like feels impressive, but it, I just makes me feel really small and really kind mm-hmm. of like simple, right? Like, okay, Lord, like we're just going to try to 
be faithful one step at a time. And he surprises us in every, every step of the way. Um, mm-hmm. Like you said, you know, the, if it was my choice, it, it wouldn't have gone like this and it wouldn't have, wouldn't have gone well, but the Lord has been doing things incredibly special. Yeah. yeah. And I remember that, 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 that the name changed from uh, Grace Iranian or, mm-hmm. or uh, Nueva Vida. Vida. Yeah. It happened because we were, uh, struggling with with unity to to yeah. not that we didn't have but we 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 i guess god is relentless in our pursuit for mm. unity <laughs> and uh and i think it was you scott who started saying so what can we do i think yeah, you yeah. brought it up to the table and the idea was to 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 see how we can be also unified what was god was doing mm. through us physically and spiritually here is it was time to reflect it in yeah. in, in the naming so mm. it uh and that's part of your story too, Reg. I mean, we, we've t- right, talked about this in your uh, testimony, but mm-hmm. 10 years ago, um, you know. It, very much not a pastor. Yeah. <laughs> very much not a pastor. Uh, I'm not quite not, sure what that means. Uh, but, not, but I mean, but. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just heard the way that you could, that could sound. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's for the second half of my testimony uh, story. Right. No, 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 no. No, it's just that that was not something on my radar at mm-hmm. all. Like, in, yeah. in, 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 at least in any real way. I had the thought like. Yeah. In passing when I was younger. Yeah. Um, but yeah, which is like, yeah, that's not, that's not me. <laughs> that's mm. for those guys. <laughs> mm. and, and it's funny because I feel like that it fosters this sense of like, I think about this podcast, right? Where mm. everyone's listening to us, this pastor's podcast here at Cornerstone that like, I remember, I remember before I was a pastor, like looking to pastors and being like, oh, those are the ones who uh, have it all together. Those are the ho- holiest of the holy. Those are the ones who, you know, cast vision and completely map everything in such a way. And to, like, that was how I kind of yeah. thought. And like sitting here with you all now and be and being, having been a pastor for the past three years here and, and like realizing why, yes, all of us are looking to pursue holiness. All of us are looking to follow hard after Christ. We are just as reliant as you non-pastors, if not more so <laughs> like yeah. there's, this is not our doing. This yeah. is not anything that we, so anything that we have brought about. Um, so it's just, it's, it was amazing. It was amazing to see, to see the progression of Cornerstone over the past 10 years, both as a, a lay person. I think it's a very weird lay person. It's a weird word. Weird. Yeah. No, I wish we know, had a better there's one. something. It's very bizarre. Uh, so before I was a pastor to see how the church went and grew and, and all of that, to even now being a pastor and to see it grow and learn and like just all the things that God is doing really is just amazing to watch. Mm. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you what, I, I may have mentioned this last week. I don't remember, but I, to me, it gives me a lot of hope and encouragement because when, when I look back on the last 10 years, I'm just in awe. When I look forward to the next 10 years, I, it makes me a little nervous. I, to be honest, I, I'm like, oh my gosh, that was amazing. The Lord continues to do all, like a little work, and I'm kind of like, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know how to. I I feel just as dependent now, mm. if not more so, mm. than I did ten years ago. And then there's this temptation to be like, oh, okay, now we just try this. But the reality is, like, we're, and we talk about continuing to grow as a unified body, right? Because we're, the Lord has done these amazing things. We're also not perfect that yet we're also we haven't arrived like there's still lots of work to do there's lots of questions about how god is going to continue to to grow us how he's going to reach the west la we're reaching now we're we're, i mean in some ways there's a lot of similarities but i increasingly feel like it is a fundamentally different place than 15 years ago when i moved here Mm -hmm. 
um, to to plant a church. At a lot, there's so many dynamics that are that are different, and um, and it it does sometimes leave me saying, okay, how wait, how are we going to do this? <laughs> um, but it brings so much hope because step, by step. yeah, step by step, step, by step following step. the Lord. And you know yeah. what? Just like I couldn't imagine it then, the, the exciting thing is I can't imagine it now, <laughs> right? That God has these things in store, and and it's not all going to be easy. Right, like just like the last ten years, you know, there's gonna be parts of it that are that are really hard and, um, but beautiful, and redemptive, and there's gonna be all sorts of new things and mm-hmm. um, transformation and growth that he has. I, I mean, when you guys think about the next t- next ten years, right? When you kind of look back and and look forward, and I know I, I just said that we can't imagine it, <laughs> but <laughs> like, w- what are the things that um, excite you about? Uh, the things that you see the that you do see the Lord doing, as you look, you know, in the years. Uh, for me, is because we live in California and Los Angeles. There's the ocean, uh, so I. Uh, for you me, you want to go to the beach more in the next uh, ten years? Uh, <laughs> 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 resolution. It's God intended. Uh, yes, if you have Airbnb for rent, we are going to do it. <laughs> uh, so I, I'm when I'm seeing like next ten years, it just kind of. Uh, for me, the first time that I see surfer, it was in California. I never see a surfer before. So I, I think next 10 years, uh, I, I want to tell myself, uh, and I'm, I'm trying to remind myself that ARA uh, as a church and ministry in next 10 years is like an ocean, uh, and we are the surfer, and that mm. there is ups and downs. Like, uh, I personally, I scare from ocean. Uh, with the waves, I can't. I never uh, swim. I I know how to swim in the yeah. um, water, but ocean, no way. I'm not going there. <laughs> but when I'm seeing all these waves is coming, you know, I think the church uh, is like an ocean. You have very calm. You have like wavy, big waves and all this stuff. So like I'm I'm seeing next ten years that I'm a surfer, and I want to enjoy like that surfer the mm-hmm. surfer is not scared from big waves uh ups mm-hmm. and down mm-hmm. and i'm saying like all right next 10 years you need to enjoy it mm-hmm. with uh, big waves with calm and ask god to help me to be a good surfer <laughs> 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 ask you like okay it's going to be uh, how, how we see like last one year we never imagined the corona will hit us like yeah. that mm-hmm. and we would never imagine like we are ready to do in-person service and flawed <laughs> uh, but yeah. like we enjoy it we enjoy experience and then how 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 god is changing our character you know not be very comfortable and just trusting lord and trusting our surfboard and how god is teaching us in the experience of uh, doing all this surfing uh, we enjoy. I, I think. Mm. I think. I think that for me is I'm. I'm ready uh, to face anything with uh, with uh, enjoying that God is with us and God is going to um, help us to enjoy uh, anything. Mm. Fair, um, fair warning. I'm going to steal that analogy at some point when I preach next. I think uh, <laughs> that's that's because that's so good and that's so right and 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 I think it really speaks to. Or, or highlights how much we like the opposite. We want like lazy river, 
Mm-hmm. We want it everything to just, just, just smooth yeah. and like yeah. there's nothing's gonna happen. Uh, it's just gently gliding by whatever. And that's not life. That's not what God is at at work doing. Part of His work involves you know a, a gentle you know a, you know rapids or whatever. Part of it involves huge waves. Part of it involves like. Yeah. Suddenness of 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 change of of you know the the water, but like it really that really is that sense. I mean, the verse that's cropping to mind is just is you know in this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Mm-hmm. And so oh, just the idea of like, yeah, enjoy it, enjoy it. It's like there's going to be so many awesome times. There's also going to be some really dark times, some yeah. really hard ones. But he is always there and i feel mm-hmm. like just the idea of like to impress upon our hearts as pastors and upon every single member and attender of this church is calling that to mind purposefully deliberately as we go about our days is that he is with us he is always with us look at what he's done look at what he's done in this church in the past 10 years look at what he's done in your life in the past 10 years whether things have been hard or easy or good or bad like any anything he is always with you and just that focus, just continuously re- reflecting and, and meditating on that and allowing that to carry you through difficult times and enjoy all the more the good times. Um, that reminder of his constant presence, like that's, that's really, really good. Absolutely. What about you, Jose? Yeah, I've been listening, and it's just beautiful to hear all these things. And uh, as you were saying, Reggie, that uh, there is suffering and, and there is joy, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, what that means for us uh, elders, you know, th- there's uh, a more uh, dying that I need to do, we all need to do. Mm. Uh, but, but in the process of that dying, we get used more by God. And there's more joy and peace in our in us. So it's it's mm-hmm. it is the beautiful things about the kingdom of God that uh, He uses us by His grace, mm-hmm. by His will, to do His work. Yet there is there is something as well for us, everybody who is a believer, that there is that freedom and that joy and that peace that comes with it. So. I, I, I mean, in, in, to put it in practical terms, I can wait to see the Mandarin uh, preacher. I was just, I was going to say that. I was like, oh man, who? Yeah. You know, I, yep. I, I, yep. I uh, uh, you know, Scott had the foresight to, to help us come up with the name community building over there. And, yeah. and it's, it's pretty empty, but I want to see it full of, a, full of activities for the glory of God, where God will use that building. I, I mean, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it, it's, yeah, it's going to be great. I mean, just mm-hmm. look back, right? Let's look back what he has done. Mm. And he could have done with anybody of us. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be us, right? He could have done it with anybody, but he, by his grace, he chose us. It's going to get better mm-hmm. uh, by his grace. And, mm-hmm. and, and, uh, and, and, and better and dying is better. <laughs> <laughs> dying to self, to my will mm-hmm. and to what we like and what mm-hmm. we want might have even been there, right? It will get better. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a good God. We have a gracious God. And, and, and I mean, just hearing uh, uh, you, you know, that you never imagined you were going to have a place, Ara, no. where you're going to have a full salary. And, and some of us have heard 
Ara's personal testimony, how he was treated here in, mm. in our country, uh, unfortunately, by some people, some of them pastors. Mm. And, and, and that God is redeeming that here. Uh, mm. uh, you know, it's, mm. it's amazing. And we're not perfect. Right. But, but you know what? But God, we have the desire to do it right. And that desire has been placed in us by God. So and also not only like pastors, I really appreciate the each members like yeah. which is oh, significant yes. significant uh uh role of uh me to be here right now because not only the pastors because sometimes pastor nice but members is not <laughs> <laughs> they don't like but but cornerstone well not you well guys said. not you but cornerstone no, 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 church exactly like, like other, other people other other other, 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 other members, members. Cornerstone, cornerstone members cornerstone members i just want to say thank you so much mm -hmm. i love you guys uh even maybe i don't know personally each of you but i love you so much because you uh, accept us as a language group people uh, is part of you. So mm. I really appreciate that. Mm. Man. This, this conversation just fills me with hope. Mm. Like it fills me with excitement. Um, I, and honestly, just peace. Because I think w w when we look at these things from our perspective and like, well, how, how are we going to do? I mean, I, in the last, you know, six months, mm -hmm. I've like stressed out about like, how, okay, how, how are we, what's the next step for the community building? And like, how are we going to fill that? You know, what is this? And God's like, oh, hang on. Sploosh. Yes. <laughs> I'll speed this up. Yeah. And every step of the way, right? Like he, there's, there's no need for the angst. Hmm. There's, hmm. there is need for the fervent prayer, right? Like turn to him, like ask him, you know, be, be the, the, what was it? The, like the annoying neighbor, or the. What's the parallel? Persistent. Persistent. Yeah. Persistent. Yeah. Persistent. Yeah. Right, like, yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> annoying I think change it to annoying. <laughs> no, I, uh, I, I, I there was thinking one, of, yeah, I was one thinking of the parable with the bread. Where, where he's he asking, bread. asking yeah. for bread. Yes. Yeah, he asks for bread at three in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, so no, no. No, it's, oh, it's, it's the proverb. Who, the, the, it's the proverb of the one who blesses, uh, the, the one who blesses his neighbor rising early in the morning mm -hmm. shall be counted a cursing. Is what it. And so oh, I always okay. I always picture this picture of like the neighbor outside being, I love Reggie. He is my favorite. We have so, he's been just such a blessing. But if I'm outside of your window at 3 a.m. doing this, yeah. it doesn't matter how nice the things I say are. Right. The context <laughs> makes it a cursing. So anyways, there's a lot there's that's a lot funny. to apply there. But um I'm sorry, I'm mixing up my parables yeah, and parable parables and, and, and proverbs. And, and pro yeah, that's what but I yeah. regardless, I it 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 brings me such hope, um, not only because of what he's going to do, like, oh, it's going to be exciting what he does in us together, relationally, you know, organizationally, the, the church family. Uh, you know, uh, Jose, you, you highlighted it as well. It, it gives me a lot of hope for what he's going to do in my heart, mm -hmm. in our hearts. That, like, there, like, I know, I know that there's, there's still a lot of work to do. Oh, yes. <laughs> right? And, <laughs> All of us, and yes. he's so kind to us to gently... Mm -hmm. but persistently <laughs> continue to sanctify us, continue mm -hmm. to expose our sin, continue to, to apply the, the, the salve of his grace um, and, and to lead us forward uh, both in ways that you could tell stories about like this, but also in so many more ways that, that they don't even fit in a story, but they're just these, these small step-by-step -step turns toward him um, that is just, if not actually, is more exciting. 
um, for what he has in store. And and to your point, too, Ara, not just for us. not for This, this isn't just what he does for pastors. Right? This is what he has in store for all of us as a church family as we navigate and walk this journey together. Mm. So, well, mm. thank you guys for taking the time. Thanks mm. for uh, the opportunity. I mean, I love hanging out whenever we get to and getting to record it. It just makes it a little <laughs> extra fun. Uh, but I'm thankful for you guys. I'm thankful for the ways the Lord has orchestrated our lives and hearts and ministries together in this moment and for how he's going to continue to, to lead us as we, as we go forward. And uh, just as Ara said, thank you to all those of you who are listening. We, we mm-hmm. do love you. And this is, um, this is your story. Mm. And all the ways that you reflect on what he's done in the last 10 years, uh, that, that is what, that, that's the story of Cornerstone. Mm. That's the story of the, what he's been doing here the last 10 years. These are just, just kind of snippets and, and you know, uh, highlights from our perspectives, but so much of what he's done in your heart is the story of, um, that, that we have this opportunity to tell. So I, I would encourage you, ask these questions of each other. Uh, mm. Take time out uh, this week, take time out this month. To ask, like I mentioned on Sunday, you know, ask one another in your community group, among your friends. You know, what, hey, let, let's just stop and ask, what's the Lord done over the last ten years? And let's just revel in His glory um, as we prepare for whatever He has ahead as well. Mm-hmm. So, thanks for listening. Thanks for being a part of the family with us. Mm-hmm. We love you, and we'll see you on Sunday. <laughs>